the Stay at Home Mom Yeah Right podcast. You are about to listen to my mom. Don't forget to subscribe. And if you like it, please give it five stars. Thank you. Okay, today for my podcast, I am so excited to be joined by Rico Foster. I met her on Instagram, which is incredible. I love meeting people and just such an organic way to meet someone is through Instagram. I mean, you don't really think that. um, So a lot of people don't think that social media is wonderful, but when you meet wonderful people, I think that it it makes it all worthwhile. Um, Rico is a mom of two. She's a veteran educator of over 20 years. She's a veteran blogger who has been featured in Essence Magazine. Mm -hmm. She is a fashion guru who loves home decor, and she's raising these two woke kids. How are you? I'm good. That's a lot. I, I had to look around. Like, is that me? It sounds really great on paper. <laughs> oh my goodness. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. How are you? I'm well. I'm well. I'm so excited to be joined by you today. Um, tell me about what life has been like for you all during COVID-19. You live in the South and yes. It's pretty bad down there. So Yeah, it's different down here. It's so interesting to like watch the news. And I'm just like, I feel like we're on another continent often. Um, so I live in Houston, Texas, born and raised. And that's where we are. Um, life during, because we're still in it, <laughs> uh, COVID is, it's fast paced. It's weird. I don't have enough adjectives. It's unprecedented. I struggle a lot. Sometimes I relax a lot. A lot of confusion. <laughs> a lot of anxiety. But uh, it's been it's been a roller coaster. That's the word. It's right. been a roller coaster for a number of reasons. What are some of those reasons? So okay. it's interesting because, like, I live in Houston and. Um, you know, I see the stories in different places, like in New York, especially when it first went down and how terrible it was. But, you know, when you're in a different region and my experiences weren't, um, where they weren't the same. And then you add in where in Houston we live, which I like to always categorize by it's growing in diversity where we actually live. Um, in Houston. And it's just interesting because where we live, COVID wasn't or isn't still not taken as seriously. You know, Um, a lot of that has to do with the demographics where we live in Houston. So it's interesting to be, you know, a parent, a working mom, my husband is working from home, and then have two school-age kids and try to manage the anxiety inside of a bubble where your immediate community doesn't really, you know, it doesn't really affect the demographic, so to speak, right. you know? So it's just like, you know, I, at the beginning, I, we were masking all up. We still do. But like, I was hardcore about it. Like, no, we got spray in the car. We got spray at the front door. We got, don't touch the, the doorknobs. But it, it, at the beginning, it kind of was um, a relaxed vibe about, about it. Right. Does that make sense? 
Definitely. So um, I think it's kind of caught up in terms of the urgency of it, but it was slow a little bit. Um, the, the trend, of, the trending of it was a little slow. So it's been, it's, I, I've had a lot of anxiety. I'm just be honest with you. I, I work from home. I was full time. I am working this day one of COVID hitting and, um, you know, I work in um, a school district and leaving one day and not knowing that we weren't going to be returning, you know, until eight, almost eight and a half months later. And um, it's been a struggle. It's been a struggle to just manage the not knowing of it all. Now, are you all able to see anybody or you don't? You don't mix with people at all. Like, do you let um, we do? I, I let us come out and play a little bit as time has, has progressed. Um, but for me, it was super important for me. And even my family, they're like, you know, don't don't even bother calling Rico because she ain't going to let you come over her house. Even my mom, I did not let come into my house for months. I'm like, mama. Right. Um, but. The only reason why I was kind of hardcore about it. it to begin with is because my daughter is asthmatic. Okay, yeah. And so in the beginning, you didn't know how it affected them. And in the beginning, it was like, oh, it doesn't affect children. And then time went on. Oh, it does affect children, oh, children with asthma. So that put me on high alert. Right. So we do see people, we do, you know, dabble a little bit in the outside world. But I, my rule is for the most part, I have to feel like that person or that family member respects quarantine you know what I mean there are some people who are just like girl go I went to the mall and I went down to the park and I'm like oh, okay we won't be visiting you <laughs> we'll see the place and we'll, we'll email you there's too many uncertainties it's yeah it's it still so is hard. really it's so mm-hmm. hard Now your kids were home doing remote learning, but yes. now back in school full time. Is that correct? Yes. This this mark going. Yeah. So I was super hesitant to to even send them because my daughter has asthma, um, and so we made the decision last week was their first full week of going back to school. They did the first nine weeks of school at home. And so my our philosophy really was just like let the you know those kids go out there and test it out a little bit. <laughs> yeah. And then come back to us nine weeks later. And so what really happened was my daughter, who's a super social butterfly, she's a second grader, she thrives on, you know, being around her friends. I started to kind of honestly just we started to notice like her personality started to kind of, I don't know, I just didn't see the light anymore in her, if that makes sense. And I, she wasn't complaining. She wasn't saying like, oh my God, I'm sick of being at home. But just kind of that she was, she used to be super creative and, you know, making things out of clay. And then like around month five of us being home, I just kind of noticed that wasn't happening a lot. So we just kind of decided, we prayed about it and we just made a decision that when this second nine-week cycle began that we were going to test it out. And honestly, it's been great. It's been really great. It's been great for her spirit. Um, my, I have a five-year-old who started kindergarten. So this was his real first, finally his first time being on campus. Um, and so I was really worried for him because I was like, I'm like, what if he, he's a kindergarten kid? So what if he has a meltdown, right? And they're not allowed to touch him. Like how traumatic can that be? 
So that's one of the reasons why I was hesitant, but he has been the one to surprise us the most. He loves it. He doesn't complain about his mask at all. Wow. I think he actually prefers masks because he doesn't want to talk to people anyway. But <laughs> it <laughs> but it really it I mean I just I thank God that, you know, God led me to go ahead and at least have the spirit of trying it out to see how it would how it would be. And it's really been it's really been great for them. Right. Now yeah. I, we are the same way. We kept our younger two home for the first, mm-hmm. I guess it would be nine weeks. Um, and my son just started in person this week full time. Mm-hmm. My my daughter, my third grader, she starts tomorrow, Monday, um, in person. And I'm a nervous wreck. They, um, my son yes. is a different person now. He's so happy. He's so happy to be around his friends, to be in person with his teachers, to not mm-hmm. have the the meetings crash on him because our internet isn't working properly. So Mm -hmm. he is a different person now that he's able to see his friends for the first time since March. Mm -hmm. But I'm also cognizant of the fact that the numbers are rising and I keep telling him, you know, if we don't feel comfortable at any certain time, you will be back home. Unfortunately. Yes. Yes. But I think for yeah. their mental health, yeah. I think that they need it to go back. Yes, I agree. I think that was, uh, it's so crazy because, you know, as a parent, you know, you want to protect them at all times. Yes. And it's one thing to protect their health, but then, you know, you also are in charge of protecting their energy and their mental health as well. And I started to see that to kind of, not in a, not in a really drastic way, but I just start to see little changes and kind of like, you know, just kind of schlumpy, lack of energy. They weren't motivated a lot. And my daughter was not feeling the online stuff. She just was not, she was frustrated. My five-year-old, he loved it. Like if he could be on Zoom every day and not be bothered with humans, he'd rock it, <laughs> but <laughs> he would. But I, I, I felt that it was time. And, you know, uh, side note. So the last Tuesday was the, uh, their first day. So I dropped them off. I took the day off of work, even though I was working from home still. But I just knew that I would have, you know, that I would be a wreck. And so I dropped them off. They didn't look back. They weren't crying. They weren't hesitant. And then four hours later, literally, four hours, I get email from the principal's um, case of confirmed COVID on campus. Stop it. First confirmed case of COVID? Yes, four hours after I dropped them off. Um, My kids weren't compromised. Um, You know, I think it was just kind of protocol that they had to let the parents know. And so my kids were not compromised. They weren't near the student that had it. But it did not do wonders. I mean, it did the opposite for my anxiety that day. Absolutely. Absolutely. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. uh, Blood pressure high. I don't know. I've been been going nuts. (laughs) 
now I want to talk about your, you have a campaign with your children going because in light of the George Floyd murders and keeping them involved with the conversation, Black Lives Matter, you started a campaign Mm -hmm. with your children um, involving them in the conversations. um, And your campaign is called Future Voters. And you also have a book coming out. You all will be authors, yay, um, called Kids Can Vote Too. Yeah. Um, can you explain first your campaign? Sure. Uh, it really is just a, a simple T-shirt campaign. It was born out of uh, conversations that I've been having with my kids at home. Um, it's called the Future of Voters Campaign. And what happened was, um, I think everybody is tired <laughs> of all things election, right? Yeah. And all the all the 2020 things, anything that you can describe with 2020, we tired of it all, right? <laughs> but I just kind of noticed uh, from, you know, I'm a veteran educator. I'm still in education. Um, so I've worked with kids in, as a teacher for about 18 and a half years, 18 years. And what I started to feel, because, you know, I don't watch the news a lot in front of the kids because right. it's really depressing. But, you know, my kids are, are were aware enough to know that we're in election year. You know, you hear a lot about Donald Trump. And so we were just having conversations about just what the word voting means. And I've always in the past, anytime that I've, I've ever voted, even if it was for like uh, local um, elections, I've always made it a point to bring them. So they, they you know, they, they're familiar with it. It's not just the presidential election. But the more I started to watch news, and, you know, of course, now everybody's vote. Make sure you vote. But I just felt like students or not students. I say that as an educator, but kids weren't being censored in the conversation. You know what I mean? It's just like it was it's just all of this grown up stuff. And I'm just like, I don't see where children are being censored in such an important issue such as voting. So that's really what it, it kind of it was born out of. So. um. It wasn't this long plan. I didn't have dreams of writing a book (laughs) in January 2020 and all that wasn't even on my radar, but it just, I just decided to not stop what was really kind of boiling in me. And so this was kind of my contribution as a teacher, an educator, but also as a mom to give kids a voice. And, you know, I'm not trying to make it super heavy with my kids. I'm not talking about you know, heavy things like Republican and Democrat and all the trauma and drama that's going on, but they are smart enough to know the concept of voting. Right. And so even though they can't vote, you know, to me, them wearing a graphic t-shirt gives them power. So that's really kind of what it's about. It's just about providing language for them to give them a voice to say, oh, at least I know what the word vote means and I'm going to do that later. That's, that's really how it was born. Love it. So you sell t-shirts, onesies, masks. You sell yes, yes. Yeah. And it's just going to be, yeah, it's limited time. You know, it's just, I just thought it was important to do it during voting season. Um, I just, you know, I think it's super cool for kids to be able to go to school and have on a shirt that says future voter. I just think the message is across that their parent or whoever got them t-shirt is at least empowering them. My hope is that when they, when a parent gets this T-shirt, that they have a conversation. I hope that a kid asks their parent, like, "What is this on this shirt? What does that mean, future voter?" That's my hope is that it starts a conversation. 
I love it. Um, can you tell us about your book? Kids can vote too. Yeah, sure. So it really uh, the book accompanies the, the campaign. And so what's happening is because especially we were doing um, a lot of uh, on learning, right? So my kids were getting these assignments from their school, but then there was this pocket of time after they finished their assignments. Like let's say it was from eight to twelve, then you still have the rest of the day. And so I didn't at, at the beginning of the pandemic, I didn't want my kids to just be wilding out at home you know, not doing anything from 12 until whenever, even though I was working. So that's when I would start naturally just like putting together little assignments with them. Like I'm pretty, you know, I'm a teacher. So I did lesson plans for a living for a long time. So it takes nothing for me to put together a quick little um, like tangible activity or worksheet. And so that's really what started it. And one day I was, uh, I think it was Zara, we were talking about voting. So I created like some boxes and I just was like, hey, if you could vote, I want you to write down two things that you could, if you can vote and make a change today, what would it be? And she was like, I, we were having a battle about vegetables that day. And she's like, I vote to get rid of vegetables. <laughs> and I was like, oh, okay. And so that's really how it started. It's just like, well, if she has this opinion and she knows, you know, the, at least a basic concept of voting, I'm sure there are a lot of kids that will enjoy to pretend that they, you know, vote for whatever they wanted to. So what I did was I took the conversations and her, their assignments that, you know, we kind of were doing. And um, I used their words to inspire the text for the book. And I just got an illustrator and I made it an activity book because that's the teacher in me. So yeah. there are some um, deliverables. So like, it's one thing to read the book. It's the one thing to look at the picture, but guess what? There are some activities that you can do with your kid. There's an activity for you to do with your kid. And um, hopefully again, it's just to, um, start the conversation in your household. I love that. So that's my hope. It drops shortly, hopefully within um, the end of next week. I'm just kind of wait, wait, waiting on a few final details, but I'm super excited. Um, it's going to be a PDF drop. That way you can just print it out and you can share it with your kid. So that'll be around October 23rd. That's great. Yes. Yes. Around the week of. Yes. That is wonderful. We're cutting it close. My, my prayer was that I can get it done and published right before election. That was my, my, my goal. Yeah. That's fantastic. Congratulations. Thank um, you. Where can Thank we you. find it? So it'll all be on um, ricofoster.com. So if you follow me on Instagram, everything links to everything that I do. So the, if you want to buy t-shirts, they're limited. Um, they won't be available for a long time. So you'll just go to ricofoster.com or you can go to at ricofoster on Instagram. It'll take you to the link. It'll take you to my blog. It takes you to the links for the book, the t-shirts, everything, anything and everything. I love it. Now with everything that you do, do you ever have time for yourself for self-care? Do you need to take a moment for yourself where you can be away from all the madness that is COVID-19, all the stress, anxiety? Yeah. So, you know, I struggle in that area. <laughs> I have not mastered that. Um, 
I do and have been, I've been going to, I've been in therapy. I've been having a therapist probably since October, 2018 that I go consistently. And I only bring that up to say that honestly, that is a form of self-care. I go every two weeks. And even during COVID, we still do online. Um, so if we want to throw that in the ring of things that I do, I I never canceled that appointment ever. But that is also an ongoing conversation in my therapy session. Like, Rico, what are you doing? Because I do get overwhelmed. Um, so lately, what I have been trying to do regularly is taking walks. And so... That really has become, for me, I feel like it is the step before, you know, me having to take any kind of medicine for anxiety or anything. I, that's what I enjoy the most. Uh, I try to put my earphones in. I usually listen to a podcast and, um, you know, doing it regularly. I love it. Well, thank you so much for taking your time this morning to spend and chat with me. It's been great. Um, Thank you. And I hope you have a great day. You have just listened to the Stay at Home Mom Yeah Right podcast with my mom. I hope you enjoy listening. Don't forget to subscribe. And if you liked it, please give it five stars. Thank you. Thank you.